Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Vast Ad 5383 and says, Am I the arsehole if I call off my engagement because of a comment my fiance made about my late wife? For some background info, I, 43 male, have two children with my late wife Kayla. Sam, 21 male, and Liz, 16 female. All fake names. Kayla passed away when our kids were 15 and 10. I won't give specifics about how she passed, but... She was struck by a drunk driver when she was on her way home from work. She really was the love of my life and to say that her passing hit our family hard would be an understatement. I promised myself that if I got back into the dating game I wouldn't date anyone for at least a couple of years for the sake of my kids. Three years after my wife's passing I met my now fiance. We call her Amanda. Things went slow and I didn't introduce her to my kids until we had been dating for about a year at that point. Now we've been together for three years and are engaged. Amanda and my kids have always had a good relationship. Neither of my kids are super close to her, but they have always been friendly and welcoming to her. And Amanda has never overstepped any boundaries my kids have, like trying to replace their mother. At the beginning of Amanda and I's relationship, she was a bit insecure of the fact that I was a widower. During the first few months of us dating, she would constantly ask things like, if Kayla had never passed, would I still be with her right now? I always kept my answers brief and told her that I didn't like thinking about the what ifs and that she was the one I was dating now and that was what mattered. Eventually she stopped making these comments and I stopped worrying about it. Now to the issue. My parents were hosting a family dinner to celebrate my fiance and I's engagement. It was my mum and dad, my late wife's sister and her husband, Sam and Liz and me and Amanda. Dinner was going well. We were all making small talk with each other and talked about wedding plans. About halfway into dinner, my mum made a comment about how she was so happy I was able to find the spark I had with Kayla and someone else. I don't think anybody really paid much attention to the comment, but then Amanda laughed and said, I'm happy she died, otherwise I would never have gotten him to myself. The tone of the dinner immediately shifted and everyone got extremely tense, especially my kids. Amanda noticed the shift and started awkwardly laughing like she was trying to play a comment off as a joke. I was honestly just frozen at that, as that was the first time she had made a comment like that. My kids looked disgusted and Liz got up and walked out to the car. Sam waited a bit longer like he wanted me to say something, but I was still in shock about what Amanda had said. To make a long story about the dinner short, the dinner was kind of ruined, so I said my goodbyes to everyone, grabbed my fiancé and we all drove home. My daughter hasn't spoken to me or Amanda since and it's been three days. I got tired of it and pulled my son aside to ask him what I should do. He said something along the lines of, I'm a grown man and don't care who another grown man marries, but I don't want a woman who speaks like that about our mother around my sister. 
Sam's comments stuck with me and now I'm considering pulling off the engagement entirely. She's never made comments like this before, but I'm worried if I let it slide this one time, it will become more frequent and it will affect my daughter. I need some advice from outside perspectives and just want to do right by my kids. Would I be the arsehole if I called off the engagement because of the comments she made? Now, I've seen that question asked before in another story where they're asking, you know, if your wife or husband had never passed, would you still be with me today sort of thing? And it's like, why would you ask that question? You know, I know it's insecurities, but you already know the answer to it. It's only going to cause aggro and all this kind of thing. And I can't really blame OP's initial reaction when when his fiance said that. Because I mean, like, what the fuck? That's like, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. Did you really just say that? Like almost shock sat there. And of course, I've never been in that situation, but I'm not sure it's something I would ever be able to move past. Just trying to think about being in that position. Like I said before, we've covered stories like this in the past where you know, partners are trying to compete with people that's passed away, which which is always going to cause arguments, resentment. And I feel like this is where this story is going to go. But Little Word said, I'm happy she died would be unforgivable for me, especially knowing my kids heard my fiance say that. Disgusting. I wouldn't be able to not think about that every time I looked at them. Overall, Scholar said, not the arsehole. It's already affected your daughter. Plus, your daughter will never be okay with her being around again. She hasn't spoken to you in three days. You will lose her forever if you marry this woman. Son has made it clear he doesn't want someone that can talk about their mother in such a way around his sister. Daughter may ask to live with her brother and son may fight to get her out of your house. You're the asshole if you don't call it off. Anywhere says both your mum and your fiancé are in the wrong. You're not for wanting to call it off though. Honestly, it doesn't sound like you are ready, nor does it sound like Amanda is best for you. Wishing you luck with whatever you decide. What happened Monday says if you marry her expect pouts and silences when anything about your first wife is mentioned. Expect her to want to redecorate anything she thinks was picked out by your first wife. Expect family photos to mysteriously disappear. Since your kids are the biggest reminders once she's bagged you, expect her to try and drive a wedge between you and them. She's shown you who she is. Believe her. Just says, not the asshole. run. If you marry this woman, she's going to try to erase all evidence of your late wife. It will start with pictures, then it will be decorative items and furniture that originally were picked out by Kayla. If you're in the same house, she's going to want to move so that you can have a fresh start, away from any memories of your late wife. Please, trust me on this. And one more comment which says, I'm not going to vote on this, but I think you should split up because of both of you. Amanda's comment was very insensitive. It's understandably hurt your relationship with your kids and Amanda is clearly still insecure about your relationship. I can't blame her for being insecure either. You call Kayla the love of your life. You did not say a single loving thing about Amanda. The only positive thing you said about her is that she had a decent relationship with your kids, which she currently no longer does. If I were going to marry a widower, I wouldn't wonder whether we'd be together if his first spouse hadn't died because the answer would be no. That's just a fact of the circumstances. However, I'd expect him to love me equally, albeit in a different way than his first spouse. From what you've written here, I don't think you do love her as much or even close, and I don't think you are truly ready for another relationship, much less another marriage. Amanda deserves better than to forever live in the shadow of a memory. So OP edits the post and says, wow, I didn't expect to get this much advice so shortly after posting this. Nonetheless, thank you all for the advice and 
even the people calling me a bad father. I think your guys' words are what I needed to pull my head out of my ass. We'll try to talk to my kids alone tonight before speaking with my fiancé. We'll see where it goes from here. I'm pretty sure my fiancé and I are over though. I'll update late tonight or tomorrow on how the talks with everyone goes. Thank all of you again for setting my head straight. OP updates and says this is an update post for those who have read my initial post asking for advice. Update. I promised I would update everyone after I talked to my kids, so here is the update. It's kind of long, so I hope that doesn't go against the rules of this community. I'm also going to use this update as a way to clarify some of the questions people were asking in the comments. 1. Did my fiancé apologize to anyone at the dinner party? No, she didn't. I honestly don't think it even registered or has registered to her what she has said was wrong. 2. Does fiancé have social anxiety? Not to my knowledge, no. In all the time I've known her, she's never shown any signs of social anxiety and doesn't have a history of it. 3. How old was my late wife? She was 37 when she passed and we were the same age. Amanda is 41. A lot of people were asking for clarification on the time frame of her passing and when fiancé and I met. At this point in time, Kayla has been gone for about 6 years and I met Amanda roughly 3 years after Kayla's passing. I didn't mention either of their ages as I didn't believe it was important because we're so close in age, but I understand why a lot of you guys would want to know. Now that I've clarified the things I was most asked about in the comments, we can get into the update. While I'm writing this update, it's the day after I talk to my kids, so last night at around 5.30, my fiancé left for work. She works nights most days of the week, so I was able to call my son and ask if he could come over so I can talk to him and his sister. He goes to our local college and lives in an apartment near his school. When he started college, he wanted to move out, but also wanted to stay close to us, so he settled on an apartment a few blocks away from the college. He came over and I called him and his sister into the living room to talk with both of them. When they were both seated, I told them point blank that I didn't think the wedding was happening anymore and that the comment she made was unacceptable. I then, by the advice of the comments, apologized to them. I told them I was sorry for not saying anything for so long and letting the tension thicken in our home. I told my daughter that I understood why she hasn't spoken to me and that I was sorry for allowing her to think that I was even remotely okay with what she said. I felt pretty spineless after we had gotten back from dinner that night so I wanted to do everything in my power to make it right with my kids during the conversation. My daughter told me that she felt disgusted at the comment Amanda made and even more so when I didn't defend her mother. She then told me that the past two years that she's known Amanda, she felt like she's been gradually trying to push her and Sam away from me. One of the examples Liz gave was when my son moved out. He moved out when he was about to start his sophomore year of college. And when he mentioned the idea of moving out, Amanda was the one that took and ran with it. According to Liz, Amanda was the one encouraging Sam the most to move out. To be clear, I was never against Sam moving out, but I was clear to him that he was welcome to live at home for his college years and even after until we found where he wanted to be. I asked Sam if he felt pushed out by Amanda and if that's why he moved out. He said he hadn't felt pushed out before he told everyone he wanted to move. But after he put it out there, my fiance kept pushing for him to move out. Liz cut in and said that every time she brings up college, Amanda keeps encouraging her to go out of state. Liz doesn't plan on going out of state and she's been open about wanting to go to the college Sam is attending right now. Liz says she feels like Amanda is waiting till she graduates high school and goes to college so she can move out. A lot of the comments were right about the subtle comments eventually turning into Amanda wanting my kids pushed away from me. 
Liz says that she was scared that by the time I eventually noticed the way Amanda was acting, too big of a wedge would have already been driven between me and them. I told my kids that I'm sorry it's taken me this long to notice and that I was also sorry they'd been walking on eggshells for so long. I hugged my kids and told them no matter what, they are my top priority, not Amanda or anybody else. A lot of comments pointed out that even though my son is grown, he still needs his father. I made sure to let my son know that I will always be there for him and his sister, even when they are well grown. The entire conversation lasted about two hours. We covered a lot of the bases we wanted to and it got emotional on all sides. In short, Amanda and I are done. I've made it a point to tell my kids that none of this situation is their fault and that Amanda is the grown woman who said what she said. My kids and I are okay right now, but they aren't 100% with me and probably won't be for a while. I'm completely fine with that and just want my kids comfortable in their own home. Amanda has tomorrow off work, so I plan on talking to her tomorrow. I also plan on calling my mother to ask her why she thought it was okay to even bring up Kayla during the dinner. I don't want my daughter here when it all goes down, so if she's staying tonight and tomorrow night with Sam. So that's where I'm at right now. Not super happy about the outcome of me and Amanda, but would rather have my kids happy and healthy than I have a wife. Again, thank you for everyone for the advice and the harsh words. I'll update after I call it off with Amanda. Thank you, everyone. Edit, I posted a new update you guys have been waiting for. It's been a long day, but I still have to keep everyone posted on the situation as you guys have been incredible in helping me through my situation. So it only feels fair to give you guys the update you've been waiting for. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So OP updates once again and says, Okay, everyone, here's the update you guys were waiting for. Again, this is a long post, even longer than the last update, and I suggest reading my previous posts if you haven't for the context of this situation. Where we last left off is my kids and I talked, made up, and my daughter is staying with her brother so she doesn't get caught up in what was about to happen with my now ex-fiancé. Before the hard part of the day, breaking it off with Amanda, I made a call to my mum to let her know about the situation. A lot of the comments told me to not bash my mum for the comments she made. Now thinking back on the situation with a clear mind, the comment my mother made towards Amanda was most definitely a compliment towards her, and that was confirmed in the call I had with her. My mother, bless her heart, felt extremely guilty for the entire situation. She fully believed the situation all stemmed from her one comment. I assured her that none of the situation was her fault, and I've never blamed her one bit for any of this. We talked a bit more before I let her go. The call ended about 9.15am, and I was left waiting for Amanda to wake up. 
She woke up around 10.30am and I didn't want to ambush her straight after she woke up, so I waited until about 11.10am to sit down and talk. A lot of people in the comments suggested to secretly video the whole thing. I thought that was extremely smart, so I had my phone set to record in my back pocket the entire time. I didn't think she'd try to do anything drastic, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. The talk with her went about as well as anyone could imagine, so not at all. I told her I needed to talk with her, that it was serious, and we sat in the living room. When we were seated, I began unloading at her about the comments she made about Kayla at my parents' house, how it made my kids feel, how it made me feel, a lack of apology of any sort of acknowledgement to what she said, and so on. I told her I expect her to give an apology to my parents, my in-laws, and most importantly, my kids. During the entire time of me unloading on her, she didn't seem to show any bit of emotion, other than her eyes, which were slightly wider than normal. After I spoke my truth, she straight up asked, so if I apologize to everyone, we'll go back to normal. I told her point blank no. I told her that the comment she made at dinner was not the extent of my problems with her. I then told her that I know she heavily pressured Sam to move out when he wasn't even sure if he wanted to at that point in time, and that I also know she is now trying to do the same with Liz. I did my absolute best to leave my kids out of the situation, but told Amanda that the way my kids described their treatment towards them was the main reason I don't see a future with her anymore. Amanda was stone-faced up until I told her we were done. I think that's when the panic set in for her. She kept saying that she'll apologize to everyone, that she'll make it right with her kids, etc, etc. I told her that if she apologized, I will certainly appreciate it, but we were still done either way. She was full on crying at this point and asked me, why wasn't I willing to try and fix our relationship? And I told her that even though I loved her, and I will be honest, I still love her very much, I was not willing to take another chance of my kids being hurt against the way they were. I was frustrated and shot back at her asking why she was trying to push my kids out of their own home. And I got back an answer I was not at all expecting. I was completely shocked at her response, but a lot of you guys won't be. A lot of commenters actually hit the nail right on the head with what Amanda was truly like. Amanda responded with, well, I didn't know you expected me to house somebody else's kids for the rest of my life. I immediately saw red and after about a minute, I told her to get out. I told her that my kids can go wherever they damn please, especially in the house that I own and pay for. She tried to retaliate, but in the end, ended up packing a few bags and going to stay with one of her friends. I emailed a copy of the phone recording to myself. The talk only lasted about 25 minutes, not nearly as long as the talk I had with my kids. So if anything ends up coming out of the conversation, I have all I'd need to keep my name clear. I've texted my kids that Amanda is out of the house for good, that they are welcome to come home anytime. And let my son know that if he wants to, he's more than welcome to move back in completely. My daughter is coming back from her brother's place in the afternoon. I still have the phone calls to make to my parents and in-laws to apologize for the mess of the situation. Amanda is out of my house but keeps blowing up my phone for us to try and work things out. I'll let her come by in the next few days so she can collect the rest of her stuff out of my house, but she is not welcome to live here again. I'll be honest and say that I am a bit devastated. Despite everything Amanda did, I still love her, and I probably won't stop loving her for a minute, but I'll be okay. Right now, I just want to focus on the family that needs me, and will use the situation as an excuse to bond more with my kids. Another big thank you to everyone who helped me in the comments. A lot of the advice you gave played a part in making things right with my family. I will update if anything else big or important happens, but as of now, I'm taking it one step at a time and making it right with my family. Someone says below this post, Italian Lass says, we have a friend who went through something similar with a toxic fiance recently and he's really been struggling. 
I thought my boyfriend said something really insightful, which was the hurt you are feeling now is a smaller price to pay for the hurt you'd feel later if you got married. And then she showed her true colors. But then you are financially and more emotionally entangled. It still sucks all around and I wish you the best, but it took a lot of guts and strength to do what you did. And that is respectful. HDMX quotes the section where she says she wasn't expecting to house someone else's kids for the rest of her life and says this line would have definitely killed any love I may have had for her that wasn't already killed off with that vile statement during dinner. OP, I'm so incredibly sorry that woman you love was not really the woman you thought she was. I know this is extremely painful and devastating. You were planning a life with her and now that is severed. I'm so sorry. You did good. I know you know that, but sometimes we just need to hear it or read it. Be well. And that sort of comment rang true for me as well. Like I am extremely sorry that OP is going through this because I couldn't, I personally for me couldn't see it ending in any other way from that initial comment. But at the same time, you know, I'm not entangled in that situation. I didn't have a relationship with this person. I don't know. I don't know the build up to this. You know, they were getting married. So clearly that they were in love. It must be really hard to remove yourself from that at the same time. And like I said, don't get me wrong. I think for OP, this is the right thing to do. I think it, I don't know how you move past a comment like that. And then discovering that, you know, she doesn't want your children in their lives. And like a lot of comments says, and obviously we don't know if it was going to go down that route. It certainly felt like that way, but there could be the potential of her removing all your late wife stuff from the house and this whole fresh start, which we've seen before in the past. Whether it would have happened or not, I don't know, but it felt like it may do. But once again, I'm incredibly sorry that you've gone through that. It must be just so, so difficult. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me and Poppy, of course. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.